What we show those folks is that having a broader base of investors, given the fact that we manage all of it, is better for you because it's always a ready source of capital no matter what happens in the capital markets. Best ever listeners, I want to mention Lima One Capital, and I found out about them through a guest that I was interviewing on the show, and he mentioned how he was scaling his business. He was actually buying 10 single-family homes within one year, and I asked him, how were you able to buy 10 single-family homes, and how were you financing that? He's like, oh, well, I just use an asset-based lender. I was like, who is that? And he told me it's Lima One Capital. I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, One of them is called Rental 30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So they're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, They'll lend up to 75% loan to value. And this is huge. This is huge because typically as a single family investor, uh, your lending strength is based on your personal income as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out. There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Sign up, learn more about their program. That's lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. They also have a program for fix and flippers. Even if you haven't done a fix and flip, they'll still lend to you. They've been in the business uh, since 2010. So they've been around the block. They know their underwriting guidelines. They're not loosey-goosey, but they do have a very specific uh, criteria um, that helps beginning fix and flippers get their fix and flip projects done as well as experienced fix and flippers they reward you as an experienced fix fix and flipper and you actually get a lower interest rate and lower origination fee again go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever and some legal stuff i have to say it is lima1 capital llc and the NMLS ID number is 1324403. And their address is 201 East McBee Avenue, Suite 300, Greenville, South Carolina, 29601. Again, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. If you're looking for a fix and flip loan or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property, and you're trying to finance it and you want it to be asset-based, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluffy stuff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. Spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Scott McGilvery from HGTV Property Brothers. He's one of the brothers and many other best ever guests. And with us today... We've got Brian Daly. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Joe. My pleasure, my friend. And nice to have you on the show. A little bit about Brian, and then we'll get into it. He's the co-founder and CEO of Ground Floor, which does crowdfunded loans for house flips. Before that, he started a wireless company called Republic Wireless and built it as a division of a larger company called Bandwidth. And then he stepped away and started Ground Floor He has a JD from Harvard Law School, an MBA from Harvard Business School, and a BA with highest distinction from University of Virginia. So 
uh, I'm going to hopefully try and keep up with him and all these big words that I'm sure that you know that I don't. He's based in Atlanta, Georgia, and you can say hi to him and his company at groundfloor.us. And there's a link to that in the show notes page. Brian, with that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? I've been a technology entrepreneur since uh, kind of the mid-90s when, uh, when the web was really catching on and have been working in a couple of different industries, most recently real estate finance. We started Ground Floor three years ago and happy to uh, be here, talk about it some more. Awesome. So Ground Floor it does crowdfunding loans for house flips. So is, is basically crowdfunding the, the business model? You know, it's interesting. I think a lot of people have heard of crowdfunding. When they think of it as an investor or a backer, you think of Kickstarter, right? What we do is similar to that in that we'll take a lot of small investments, not donations, and we'll pull them together to fund loans on the web. As a borrower, though, the good thing that's, that we do that's different from what crowdfunding is on Kickstarter is you don't have to deal with all those small investors. We just look like one lender for you. So in a way, crowdfunding is a way to understand it, but what we do is quite different from the way crowdfunding has traditionally worked. Do you pre-fund the loans and then you get the money from your investors and then make up what you already invested in, whatever that transaction was? We do not pre-fund loans because our investor base is so large that the loans fund up fast enough that we don't need to. So from application to funding, we can do that in usually seven to 10 days. So if I'm an investor and I invest in it on day one, does my money start earning an interest rate or is it? do I wait until it closes? You sure do. In most cases, you're an interest rate right away. Okay. So there's a bunch of crowdfunding platforms. I know I've probably interviewed all of them on the show. How are you different? How do you stand out? We're the only crowdfunding platform for real estate that accepts investments from non-accredited investors. So in the world of investing, there are private deals that are accessible to only the two, three, four percent of U.S. households that qualify as accredited investors. And every other crowdfunding real estate website, you have to be an accredited investor to participate in those private deals. We're the only one in the United States that the SEC has ever qualified to accept investments from everyone. So although there are many crowdfunding real estate companies, we're the only one that uh, the vast majority of your listeners can participate in. Hmm, Interesting. Is that uh, nationwide non-accredited investors or is that just people who are in Georgia? So far, we're qualified in seven states in the District of Columbia, and throughout the back half of this year, we'll be adding many more states as we go. Okay. What are the pros and cons? Because I know, I, know, I know there are some crowdfunding platforms that can raise money from non-accredited investors, but within their own state. So you can do it within your own state, but then across other states. We operated in Georgia for the first as, as a one-state kind of intrastate platform early on in our life. The problem with that is just the diversity of deals and the volume of deals. When you're operating within one state, it's just hard to amass enough investors. The way most people do it if they're operating within one state, and we never did this, is they'll just go get a few wealthy people or institutions to back their deals. The problem there becomes one of pricing uh, because then you can't really attract the best borrowers because you don't offer the best pricing economics. Like, for example, today we have a press release out with some news that we've announced our first quarterly rate cut. And you heard that right. It's our first quarterly rate cut. 
because of the breadth and buying power that we have in our investor network, while the Fed is raising rates, we're cutting them. And that's going to continue to happen because that's what the internet does to finance. It changes the game. So we're the only platform that can do that across state lines at scale. We're now funding most loans within an hour or two. Last month, we, we sold loans at about an average rate of $2,800 a minute. So, you know, there's just simply nothing like it out there today. We're the only site that the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, federally has qualified to do this. What are the pros and cons of accepting non-accredited investors? Because I imagine that's the holy grail for crowdfunding platforms to accept both accredited and non-accredited investors because it opens up a pool of both more investors and and then uh, also helps get you more deal flow because you have more investors. Yeah, we think that the source of capital matters, right? So if, if some of your listeners are real estate investors or people who are fixing and flipping properties themselves, you know, what we show those folks is that having a broader base of investors, given the fact that we manage all of it, is better for you because it's always a ready source of capital no matter what happens in the capital markets. Right. Uh, we're going to be the cheapest, most flexible, fastest source of capital because of that breadth. At the extreme, if you have a, a hard money lender or a website that gets its capital from just a handful of sources, their lending restrictions would be very tight. And when times change, their suppliers of capital are going to dictate the terms. Uh, in our world, we have a very broad network of investors, so there will always be capital available for our borrowers. It's a very different structure from what you I, see out there. I guess I need to rephrase the question. What I was asking is, from your business's standpoint, what are sure. the pros and cons of bringing in accredited and non-accredited investors? Because I know a lot of other crowdfunding platforms would want to do that, so how come they haven't done that? So that's why I'm trying to understand oh, the, barrier, the pros and cons. The barrier is very high. So in order to sell to non-accredited investors, the federal government requires that you provide full disclosure about everything having to do with your business. We have to get audited financials. We have an offering circular on file with the SEC that's a publicly available document. We spent over a million dollars in 18 months in order to become qualified. Most crowdfunding portals, even if they have the money to do that, don't want to go through the hassle of that because after all, it's, it's easier to go get accredited investor money or institutional money. And so most people look at the, the trade-offs in the short to medium term and say it's not worth it. We take a different position because we're trying to structure a capital market for the long term that's more resilient, more transparent and cheaper. And, you know, we disclose everything about our business. That's not true with any other portal. So that disclosure costs a lot of money. That uh, process required a lot of expertise. And most people don't have the time or I guess the same vision that we have we're not out there trying to lend money so much as we are trying to structure a capital market that performs in a certain way over the long term. Uh, and we're just unique in that. Uh, we don't think the world necessarily needs another real estate lender. You know what I mean? There are a lot of them. So a million dollars over 18 months to become qualified. Right. Roughly, what are the ongoing costs to maintain qualification? Depending on how you define it, it can be a quarter to a half million dollars a year beyond that to maintain qualification. Of course, the larger we get, the higher the standards become. So we're uh, preparing now for the next level of regulatory qualification that will allow us to sell nationwide, that will allow us to sell without any limits every year, that will remove a couple of the, uh, a couple of the limitations that were put on us during the process. And as we do that, those costs will continue to increase. It's a capital-intensive undertaking. I mean, we have to be at a very high volume 
And that's another reason people haven't done is we have to be at a very high volume in order for a business model to work. Mm -hmm. What's the volume that you have to be at and where are you at now? So we're doing about uh, three, you know, about three million dollars a month now, and by end of year we'll be, you know, many multiples of that um, in loans per month. And we think, you know, it's probably about eight to ten million dollars a month in lending that we have to get to before we're cash flow break even. Got it. Okay. Have you brought in investors into this as for, yeah. for the company ground floor? We've We've raised $7.6 million in operating capital to date, none of which is used in our real estate lending. All of our uh, real estate lending is done by investors on our platform. We have uh, about 9,000 of them signed up to date in those eight states or eight states in the District of Columbia. So we've raised $7.6 million worth of operating capital. Five million of that came last fall in November when we raised a Series A round from a venture capital firm. What's one thing that has surprised you as you've built this business? how long it took to win the regulatory approval. Mm -hmm. When we started off, I felt a little bit like the castaways on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a three-hour tour. It turned out to be an 18-month tour. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more expensive and a lot uh, longer than we thought. And if had you raised money from the investors for Ground Floor before that happened? We raised a little bit before. Uh, at the time of qualification, we had raised about $2.5 or $2.6 and most of that came in the six months right before it. So we raised a little bit of friends and family money at the very beginning. We all worked without salaries for a couple of years. Now we're 20 people uh, at ground floor. We're you know, executing at a much higher level. We're, uh, things are very different today, but we had very humble beginnings. Mm. When you were delayed, and you know, going back to your Gilligan's Island example, it was instead of three months, it was 18 months, and you'd already raised some capital. What were your conversations like with the individuals who you had raised money from at that point, but it was not three months, but it was 18 months? How do you, how did you navigate those conversations? Look, my best advice ever for people who uh, are raising money and, and using other people's money to build a business is to communicate well and frequently. So we communicated a lot at the beginning about expectations. I never overpromised. Uh, I kept people up to date. And that's why our investors have continued investing in every round of financing and continued to give us more runway when we needed it. You know, we have investors in our cap table, angel investors who have invested three or four times, you know, or five times every time we went back to the well to kind of extend the runway. And uh, they were really just with us in spirit. They understood what we were trying to do. They understood our long-term vision. They understood what we were doing. We set good expectations. When we missed those expectations, we were honest about it. And I think we just built up a really cohesive investor group behind us, which in order to achieve anything truly great, uh, you have to have that. You can't do it without a cohesive investor group behind you. All right, Brian, I'm going to ask you this question, and if you are like, well, I just answered it, then we're cool. I'm cool right. with that. Okay. But um, in case you have dif different advice that's non-raising money related, yes. what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Okay, my best real estate investing advice ever, of course, I think um, it won't surprise people, is don't keep doing what you've been doing in, in real estate investing. Try new things. Because this world is changing, you should try new things, uh, for sure. Don't keep doing the same old things uh, and expecting to get the same old results because the, the world is changing. Yeah, didn't Einstein say that? That's insanity? Yes, exactly. Yeah. What's your number one focus for your business? Is it investors or is it deals or is it money for funding your company? What is it? 
it is deals. We are looking for great borrowers. If we're looking for real estate investors who know what they're doing, see the future of this mode of financing and are excited about jumping into it, uh, even in these still early days. So we're looking for great borrowers and, uh, you know, we can't get enough of them, right? We have so much capital waiting to be deployed into good deals that, uh, and we can take a broad range of deals. You know, we can, we fund, we, we do deals that are graded A for 6%. Actually today with our announcement of, that we're cutting rates now, starting at 5.9%, all the way up to 20 something percent for a second lien position loan. So we're looking for great borrowers. For uh, an investor who knows what they're doing, and and uh, you're referring to specifically house flips, right? Is that the only type of In loan that you're doing? Today, that's where we started. Um, we did do some new construction early on, and we learned enough to know that we have to grow a little bit more as a company and build a little bit more uh, systems and process before we can continue doing new construction loans at the same rate. We're also going to start doing some other new products like cash out refinances, but today they're all fix and flips. Everything we're doing today is a renovation. What's an investor who has a deal have to have from a qualification standpoint to do a loan on your platform? At least one year of experience, but we're really looking for about three to five years of experience doing it. Uh, so they need to have a track record. They also need to have enough cash to put into the deal so that, um, you know, that they uh, – you know, they can demonstrate that they have skin in the game. And then the third thing that we really look for is people that have their application package together. We have an online application. It's pretty easy to get through. But we like to know that you've done your homework on comps or on the valuation of the asset because, you know, we're a first lien holder. And we really appreciate people who've done their homework and are credible at that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't do fix and flips, but I'm going to pretend I do. I'm going to pretend sure. I do fix and flips. And I'm looking at any number of crowdfunding platforms because for me as a pretend fix and flipper, it's not necessarily, you might correct me on this, but um, it's not necessarily relevant that people can invest all over accredited or non-accredited because that doesn't help me on my deal because I just want the money. I don't care where it necessarily comes from, accredited or non-accredited. So from a fix and flipper who's looking at your platform, how are you differentiated from other platforms? Well, like I said, the world does not need another real estate lender. Right. So I think people that we've worked with use many different lenders, right, for different projects. The reason to make us one of the lenders that you use, and you should have several, is uh, what differentiates us is actually I, I disagree. The structure does matter because the fact that we have such a broad base of capital means that we're a better long term investment for that lending relationship. And I think people who borrowed money know that relationship matters. It's true with us, too. Uh, having a track record with us matters. Uh, having a track record with our investors matters. And because we have the broadest base of capital, again, today we've announced a rate cut. This is in a rising rate environment. We are going against the grain and announcing a rate cut. And that's because we have access to so much capital in such preferential terms. And we don't make money on the spread. So that's fundamentally different about us. A lot of these other portals make money on the spread. So I think it's a one. We say the structure does matter because over the long term, we're the relationship that you want to have. We're the most durable source of capital. We're in the long term the cheapest source of capital, and we're just as easy and user friendly as the next guy. Everybody's going to be just as user friendly. That's no, you know, 
the, the user friendliness of the process isn't really a differentiator for anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, those are all going to be the same in the end. The question is, strategically, for the long term, who do you want to be with? And we're the most stable, most durable, cheapest source of capital over the long term. And how do you make money? We make money on origination fees and servicing fees from the borrower. What are the fee structure? How, do you, how does that work? What percentages? In most deals, we make 2.5% on origination, and we make uh, we collect another 1.5% on the back end. One great thing about our loans, by the way, is that they're balloon loans. So there's no requirement to pay interest or principal during the term of the loan. We disperse the cash on a draw, of course, if it's a you know because it's a construction loan. But uh, there's no requirement to pay during the term of the loan, only at the end of the loan uh, or upon sale, sale of the property. Ready for the best ever lightning round? I'm ready. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you looking for a fast start to real estate investing? And do you want to learn how to get that fast start for free? Then you're in luck because a previous best ever guest, Teresa Bradley Banta, her episode was number 68 if you want to go listen to that. She's got a program she just launched called Fast Start to Real Estate Investing. All you got to do is go to the website and uh, get started. It's 10 videos, bonus resources, 30-minute call with Teresa, um, all for free. Go to her website, which is TeresaBradleyBanta.com. That's spelled T-H-E-R-E-S-A-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-B-A-N-T-A.com. And then click the tab on the far upper right-hand corner titled Fast Start Program. Best ever book you've read? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learn from it? Starting my first company while I was in grad school, I learned that the people who you partner with are more important than the idea. Best ever deal you've done? Getting ground floor funded at the very beginning and in our founding. I think the deal I did with my co-founder and with our first kind of group of people involved, ground floor investors, advisors, employees, that was the best deal I ever did. How come? Because of the chemistry and the long-term, then the alignment along long-term vision. What's the best ever way you like to give back? I mentor young entrepreneurs who are starting technology companies um, and are looking for a leg up and trying to figure out how to grow. I, I like people who are trying to grow and, and, and do what I do. I love giving back that way. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate or as an entrepreneur? Uh, the biggest mistake I made in real estate was uh, was early on um, at ground floor when we really didn't know as much about this business. We loaned out some money to some, uh, some borrowers who we thought would be great borrowers and turned out to be have good intentions. <laughs> but, but, but not but not the uh, capability to uh, to kind of make good on those intentions. Unfortunately, we got ourselves out of the situation, but it was a good learning experience. How do you mitigate that from happening again? Now that we have more resources and we're a more legitimate business, we have experienced real estate people around the business that uh, you know have set up the right guidelines and the right structures and processes and. You know, you learn by experience. We have a great team. We're humble. And so I think that guards us against a lot of the dangers in this business. It's easy to lend money out. It's hard to get it back. And where can the best ever listeners learn more about you and the company? Well, groundfloor.us is, uh, is our website. And then me personally, I can be found on Twitter 
at Brian underscore Daly. That's B-R-I-A-N underscore D-A-L-L-Y on Twitter. What was the strategic reason for going with .us instead of .com? We couldn't afford the .com, hmm. but that's about to change. Okay, there you go. <laughs> well, don't, don't, don't tell us that right now because then it just up to Annie for the people at groundfloor.com for what they're charging you. Sure, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, well, Brian, thank you so much. I just love this conversation. I, I love getting into the numbers, and I know the best ever listeners did as well. Really interesting to hear how you and your partners have grown Ground Floor and how, as you said, you're the only crowdfunding platform that gets investments from non-accredited investors across multiple states, at least, because I know some do within their own state. And then the process that you described where you spent over a million bucks within you know over 18 months a million dollars to become qualified and your your estimate is about 250 to 500k to maintain that qualification and then everything you've gotten up into this point to position the company with your business partners and be competitive and excel in the marketplace so thank you so much for being on the show hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon thanks a lot joe Are you looking for a fast start to real estate investing and do you want to learn how to get that fast start for free? Then you're in luck because a previous best ever guest, Teresa Bradley Banta, her episode was number 68 if you want to go listen to that. She's got a program she just launched called Fast Start to Real Estate Investing. All you got to do is go to the website and uh, get started. It's 10 videos, bonus resources, 30-minute call with Teresa um, all for free. Go to her website, which is TeresaBradleyBanta.com. That's spelled T-H-E-R-E-S-A-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-B-A-N-T-A.com. And then click the tab on the far upper right-hand corner titled Fast Start Program.